Hockey picks and bets. I am your host, DJ Mitchell, here to cover the one game showdown slate, if you will. Um, we have Calgary at Chicago. Um, we'll just kind of get right into it, get you out of here quick. Won't be a very long one. So if you're on your morning commute or something, don't know if I'm going to get you all the way through it, but we will just kick it right off. I'm going to cover a little bit more of showdown strategy in general for hockey. It's going to be pretty high level. I'm not going to get too deep into the weeds. We'll kind of run through these two teams quickly and kind of go over what to expect in this matchup. So it's a five and a half over under um, as of right now, as a recording, it is minus one Oh five on the over minus one fifteen on the under. So yeah, I think at this point, five and a half, I, I slightly like the over here. Um, it's really hard to predict exactly what'll happen. Um, both goaltenders in this game are projected to be, you know, decent to good at most times. Um, Markstrom is the, I would say probable starter. He starts most of the games for Calgary when they get Ladar in there once in a while, maybe since Markstrom started the last game and it was a loss, they might go with Ladar, but I don't think it makes an, as, an, an astronomic difference in how I perceive this game. Um, Ladar is five, one and one. He has almost a nine thirty save percentage. He's been really, really good as a backup. His last time out was his worst game by a pretty good margin, um, in his loss to San Jose. But both of them have been good because the team around them is very good in Calgary. I'm a pretty big believer in them. They did lose four to two last time out. And it is what it is. You know, if the top line for them is playing a team like Boston and they're at home, they're going to line up match as much as physically possible. So Gaudreau, Lindholm and Matt the Chuck were on the perfection line basically the entire game. Um, obviously, you know, at times they may have gotten a couple different uh, units they, they face off against because they played so much when they were losing. But if you look at the, you know, the hockey viz uh, that I'm looking at, the matchup tool, they played them as much as they could possibly do. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's going to, you know, that's going to hurt your um, your upside as a top as a top line. So it, that's kind of what happened here. That Bergeron line had two goals and Calgary just couldn't quite figure it out with their depth. Um, I think this is a much better matchup. Chicago, last time out, uh, they were down by a lot early to Toronto. They made a pretty good comeback with Langan in the net, but they fell short five to four. Um, they made it one or two kind of changes to their line, but it's really hard with Chicago to look at their lines and like know exactly what happened because Kane and Debrinket play so much more than everyone else. They both had 23 minutes respectively on the top power play unit, which featured Ryan Carpenter, of course. <laughs> um, Ryan Carpenter had 15 minutes, penalty kill, power play one, but he's on the fourth line. Uh, doesn't give a whole lot of room for optimism there. He is a net front presence, tries to get tips. So I, I think in a showdown slate, there is an avenue to where you say, I'm playing Seth Jones and, you know, Kane and Debrinket. So I'm going to put Carpenter in there and see if he deflects one in. He's going to be way, way lower on his minimum salary on the slate. That's something that I think you could consider just logically thinking through how the power play is going to run, but it's probably not necessary. Um, and Taves was the other guy to complete that five. The top line was actually Dylan Strom that moved up for, I would say most of the game, but Doc and him kind of split time with Kane and Debrinket and uh, Kurashev and Kubalik. So there's a, a narrative there where, you know, you can kind of, play Kane and to bring it with either Doc or Strom. Uh, I think Doc will be a bit more popular because I'm guessing that's what they're going to run in the morning skate and people will see that. And that's what DraftKings has projected right now. 
Doc is a good bit more, not a crazy amount, uh, 600 more than Strom. So it's not unreasonable to put it together, but you could get contrarian with Strom, hope that he connects on a goal with those guys. And you kind of set yourself a bit apart in the field, which is something I'm kind of planning on doing at this point. Um, if we look at the last game, one thing that stands out to me the most from Calgary's last game is they were actually projected 4.7 expected goals and they only had two. Um, I believe it was Olmark in that, and he was just really, really good. Let me double check that. Yeah, Olmark in that, he was really, really good and got the job done. But I think that it's going to be Marc-Andre Fleury on the other side of this game. It should be Langan, and like I said, started last time out. And Fleury's been pretty hit or miss. I mean, last game, he had the 30-save shutout against Montreal. Game before that, he gave up five. So like I'm saying, you never really know what you're getting in Fleury. Um, I think that this is a, a good spot here to... I'm planning on in, you know, a couple of my constructions having a 5-1 um, Cal Calgary line one with a, you know, fill in the blank player and then bringing it back with either probably Kurashev or um, probably, probably Kurashev, honestly. Um, he's a second power play guy. He's a decent rate shooter. He'll get time with good centers. I can move the puck to him. Kubel is more the rate shooter on that line in general, but I'm not going to be able to afford him um, with the rest of the top line in Calgary, but that's how I'm going to be attacking this game. I also do believe that any of the top line in Calgary's props are going to be in play here at two and a half. Um, depending on what the lines are, um, we don't have them yet. I do like Lindholm a good bit uh, or Matt the Chuck. Um, I don't mind Johnny Gaudreau, but he can disappear at times. I think that over the course of history, as far as we've seen, uh, Matt the Chuck is probably your safest bet to be the better rate shooter on this line. And it has... He's definitely been a lot worse this year than I remember him being, um, but it's not, it's not to the uh, insane degree that I just don't trust him anymore. And there's a, you know, a seven in, shot on goal in his last 10 games. Um, there's a few threes, a four and a couple misses, but I think that he's probably the safer of the bets. And if we get, we're getting him at two and a half at, you know, decently fair price point. I think it's a real, a real nice bet there to take. Um, the Brinkett was one guy that I did post. I was like, I'm taking his prop uh, against Toronto. I love the matchup. It's a little bit tougher for me to want to sink my teeth into the top guys in, in uh, Chicago. They're fine. Like I said, they, that, you know, they did this against Toronto. They have a very good team and a better defense. than I think a lot of people give them credit for um, when he had seven shots and Kane had like five, but I mean, this top line and this, the way that Calgary controls the puck is really hard for me to want to get overly bullish on. Um, to attacking, if you will. So it's hard for me to, with a lot of confidence, say that I like Kane or to bring it um, their props. It's going to kind of limit you to, do I like any of the props on Chicago? I think that there's enough pace in this game and, they, and they'll play with enough pace that, that, that any of them can hit for sure. I do worry about the Lynn home line kind of shutting them down pretty good. So it's not to say that it's definitely going to happen because the Lindholm line gave up two goals last time out against, you know, a very good Boston line, but the Chicago line is very good. So anything can happen um, to bring it probably the safer of the bets on Chicago, just because of how many minutes he's getting that he should have a chance to get there. But I don't think I'll be putting my money against it um, without a little bit more of an, you know, a little bit more math behind it that I just don't have right now. And depending on what the line will be, and I don't think it'll be very favorable. So with everything being said, I'm, I think I've hinted at it enough. I like the Calgary money line the most here at minus 135. I probably wouldn't touch the puck line. Just doesn't seem worth getting an alternate spread on this at, you know, on the road. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I think that the over-under is fraudulent just because I do think the goaltending is truly a, a toss-up. Markstrom's great. And I think that that gives me enough pause to say I'm not confident 
confident. But Flurry has been so suspect that I do feel okay about it. Um, I think the pace will be there for the, the shots will be there, I believe, at least for uh, Calgary for sure. But I think Chicago could try to push pace as much as possible and get that over hit. But I don't think I'll be actually betting it myself. It just doesn't seem, I don't see anything in the numbers right now that's leading to me to feel like this is a clear, you know, value uh, at minus 105. It, it's just fair. And <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if there's any other really fun, cool spreads that I'm trying to get in on. Um, I think I'll probably end up with the first goal, Matt the Chuck, something like that. But that's really probably the funnest I'll be playing. Um, and other than that, yeah, we'll just get really quickly into showdown a little bit more. I already mentioned a couple little notes. I think that there's two strategies I'm going to have. I'm going to probably build three or four lineups and one of them will have both goalies. I'm just going to bet on a, you know, two to one game. I'm going to build that script and I'm going to say, what does a two to one game look like? Because if that happens and you have both goalies and you get those you know, two of the three or all three goals in your lineup, boom, you win all the money. I'm going to build one lineup. That is a five to one Calgary. I'm going to take the full first line. I'm going to maybe hint at a defenseman for Calgary or someone um, that I think will fit nicely. Anderson makes the most sense, but he's pretty expensive and then bring it back with, um, I don't know. Well, I'm going to try the, the goalie for Calgary. I'll be in there and then I'll just bring it back with Curtis or something cheap. And then the last one will be a, probably a captain Pat Kane, just because he's only 10 K for the cat or you know, was he for the captain spot. He's the fourth, he's the most expensive forward, but at, you know, I don't think it's undoable to think that like he is clearly the best player in this game. Um, and I think he'll be a little bit under own because people will just be trying to jam in as much Calgary one as possible. So I'll probably build something with him to bring it in strong just because I think most people would dock with it and I could separate myself in that capacity. And then I can bring it back with part of Calgary and one potentially. And I could still get flurry in the mix on that. So I think that, you know, you could captain Dylan Strom, but I want to make sure he's even playing. First of all, he should be. I mean, he looked pretty good last time out. He had his most minutes he's had all season. And if you do captain Strom, it's going to open up a lot more value that you can actually afford to put in a piece of the Calgary, um, the, you know, Calgary one, which I think is going to be kind of important here. So even though they're facing each other a lot, it's still, it's fine. So that kind of a lineup build, like I just said, is like a Strom captain to bring it. Oh, I put doc in there. That's not what I meant. Um, hold on. This isn't right. It's okay. It doesn't really matter. Um, Strom, Debrinket, Kane, Flurry, And then if you put in uh, the Chuck, that leaves you 4,600. And you can put in, I don't know, one of the defensemen for Calgary or something like that, or maybe even go all the way down to Courage. I believe a ton of cap out there. Last note on showdowns. It really should tell a story, though. You should pick what you like think it through and then build a lineup around that. If you're saying, you know what, I have a really good feeling at Chicago at home tonight. I think that, you know, I'm just going to go with a four to one game, build the lineup to fit that. So if you're saying I really like in this lineup, I just built where I went with four Chicago guys, it would make absolutely almost, well, I mean, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility, but playing the Calgary goalie is probably not the best bet because you need multiple goals from Chicago. You also need them to probably win in that scenario. And having the losing goalie that gives up a ton of goals at a, you know, at one of the highest salaries, is just probably not going to be in the optimal lineup. Looking at his last game, you know, giving up four goals and saving 22 bucks, he finished with 1.4 fantasy points. 
that's kind of what you're building to say that is not going to be in my lineup because it's not going to be optimal. That means one shot on goal would have already beaten him. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying here. If you're stack, stacking one of those lines, including the other goalie is probably not correct. Unless if you're saying, like I said, you're building a two to one game script. You're saying that, you know, one goalie gives up two goals and one of them is the best that better goalie that you're saying only gives up one is your captain. And then the other goalie is just going to get there on saves and only giving up a couple goals. Um, all right. Yeah. I think with everything I just said, I could probably get Gianna here. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy hopefully a better rest of the week. I know we have a 14 game around Tuesday. I'll be doing that over on the morning skate podcast with Matt and we'll hopefully we'll be banking some big bucks. I'm, uh, Hit or, hit or miss on these slates. I had a really nice hockey lineup for Saturday and I talked myself off of the Tavares with my Toronto stack and uh, kicked myself for that one. But uh, yep, keep you know DMing me, getting in. We got a lot of new people in the Morning Skate Podcast Discord. Really cool to see. A lot of people talking more stuff. I'll be more active in there this week. This weekend was real, real busy. Um, so I'll be back in there talking more. But uh, yeah, let me know if you have any questions, concerns. I'll post more props tomorrow that I'm playing and we'll I'll win some money. Take care and I'll talk to you on Friday.